Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. And I do know that, and I get notice, uh, emails and little notes from time to time about people who watch the show regularly, and I just appreciate your love and support and prayers, and uh, knowing, just knowing that these interviews that we do and the people sharing their sincere stories really do touch both Mormons and non-Mormons' hearts alike. Christians are writing in and, and indicating what, uh, what an impact this is having uh, in, their, in their lives. So I appreciate all that and really appreciate Caitlin Rosa's coming, sharing your story. And it's an interesting one because you're so young still, <laughs> but uh, it's got some interesting as aspects to it that I think a lot of people will relate to. So you were born in the church, were you? Yeah, born in the church. Parents were married in the Jordan River Temple, I believe it was. Really? Was um, you, were you born here in, Salt, in Utah? Yeah, well, yeah, American Fork. Okay. So, um, yeah, went to church, got baptized at eight. Um, <laughs> achievement days, young women's. Yes, the normal kind of primary and all primary, the young stuff. Girls yeah. camp, did you ever get to a girls camp? or? Yeah, we did yeah. that. Um, and just kind of the whole... Mormon thing, yeah. no coffee, no R-rated movies, and... Could you play on Sunday? Was that allowed? Not really, I mean, yeah. it was more like playing quietly, or like... In the in the house. In the house, in the hall, yeah. Didn't go to too much uh, extracurriculars on, mm -mm. on Sunday. Monday night was yeah. home evening. We tried to keep up with that. Yeah. A lot of times it was... <laughs> family dinner and maybe like a lesson, but yeah. it, it gets to could. be one of those things that you want to do better always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how many brothers and sisters did you have? Uh, two sisters. Um, okay. They're both younger, so. Yeah. Well, now something happens along this way when you're in young women and your, your dad starts uh, seeing the church a little differently. Yeah. So this is something we haven't really looked at before in a in an interview setting, kind of. So what happened to Dad? Well, he... The shortest answer would probably be he like, learned something about the church or some things about the church and... Maybe some doctrinal or other things. Was this, a lot of it was doctrinal. Yeah. Um, See, this is... I relate to this because I would have been the dad in this case, although my kids were grown. But I... Yeah. I've thought about what would happen if it had been younger, so... Yeah, the the weird, the interesting thing, though, is that we would continue to read um, the Book of Mormon as <clears throat> as part of our, I guess, family church, I guess sure. you would call it. Yeah. So we wouldn't, we had stopped going to church, but we would still have, like, 
family church and read and from study the and Book study. of Mormon and stuff. So we still held on to that, but we just, yeah. like, didn't well, go did to he, church. So. Did he kind of sit you down at some point and say, okay, uh, Mom and I, or maybe Mom didn't know either? And I think she a, knew. Did she? Yeah, and my dad did kind of sit us down at one point and... Um, he didn't really tell us like all of kind of what was going on, but it was, yeah. you know, we don't go to church anymore. It's We're just not sure it's true. Is that kind, kind of what you said? Did um, you go with your mom at all? I mean, or did she agree with this? She did, yeah. Oh, she did. So it was kind of like a family thing. Like, okay. all of a sudden we were able to wear like tank tops. We didn't have to wear, you know, the sleep, the sleeves anymore. We could my dad would there was one point where he actually went to the liquor store and bought wine at one point <laughs> which it, it was yeah it was kind of like wow this is really weird <laughs> so breaking the word of wisdom yeah, right? yeah and that's i think it was like at 18 or 19 i actually started drinking coffee and i was still living at home at the time and my parents were just kind of like my dad didn't like it, but yeah. my mom was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. So now <laughs> she probably drinks just as much coffee as I do. But yeah. Well, what, um, and you're young at this age, you mm. were about 16, as mm -hmm. I recall. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you have a, would you think you had a testimony of the church? Had you, mm. had you prayed about it? I mean, you bore your testimony, I think you mentioned. To, yeah. Uh, fast and testimony meetings and stuff. Yeah. I, w I don't know if it was like one of those. I think it was just a testimony because other people said they had a testimony. And it was kind of along the same lines that like what other people would say when they bore their testimony. Yeah. Which, looking back doesn't really sound like a testimony. It sounds more like a statement of allegiance, kind of. Yeah, that's a so, good way to say that. How many people or how many of us do you think would bear our testimony and be kind of just going through the motion? Mm -hmm. And it's not really from the heart. It's mm -mm. just... It's really We know not. the kids, uh, very young kids, but even up through maybe 16, 18, or 20, kids are still mm -hmm. kind of... And yet the church sometimes has told people, well, you just keep bearing your testimony until you get one. Yeah. Which is kind of a... Yeah. You know, and what? even like talking to friends of mine, because they're like, we had lived in, the, lived in California at the time, and we're the weirdo Mormons as opposed to <laughs> Utah, where that's the norm. But um, even some of my friends are like, so you, you guys don't drink coffee? You guys don't... And you're saying or, these were Mormons in California, or these were the, the like non-Mormons? Non-Mormons, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I was like, well, no, because we believe this. And yeah. it wasn't, looking back, it's almost like a recruitment kind of technique as opposed to like yeah. a Christian testimony, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, vastly different so you did mention a little bit about an experience going to do baptisms for the dead and mm -hmm. is that in california too that what was, was what was that experience it it was kind of like you know my mom was excited because i was 12 and you can do baptisms for the dead and yeah. i'm like yeah i mean 
I can tell you're excited, Mom, but, like, for me, I'm like, I guess it's not really how I want to spend a Saturday, necessarily. And we had to drive, like, three hours to go to the L.A. Temple. Mm-hmm. So, it was um, a little bit prior to that, um, some friends that went to, a, like, a Baptist church or something, they had asked me if I wanted to go to church with them, and... It was like a Wednesday, and I'm like, that's kind of a weird day to go to church, but, you know, whatever. So I'd asked my mom, and she was like, yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with you going, but just not that often, just, you know, mostly sticking with the true church or our church (laughs) or whatever. And I could tell she really didn't want me to go, so I just decided not to go. Mm. And then during my... uh, temple interview um oh for the to go to the baptism yeah. for the dead yeah I recommend yeah. yeah um the bishop had asked me like do you you know are you on, honest with your fellow men and of course you say yes and then do he had you, asked me do like you associate yeah. <clears throat> do you associate with any with any other church or whatever and so right. i said Yes, because I thought, well, my friends were asking me to go to church. I'd be lying if I said no. And I just kind of got the, Dad, (laughs) what are you saying kind of look. And I was like, "Um, I mean, no, or something like that. And he was like, oh, okay. And then just kind of like went on with like the interview. And I remember being in the temple and we're getting ready for baptisms and stuff. And I'm like, this is just... I don't feel right being here because I, I don't feel like I was completely honest because I, mm-hmm. obviously, I guess it was to please the bishop, not necessarily to be honest, and yeah. this just feels... You didn't feel worthy or yeah. felt like a hypocrite or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. Well, so what happens at, uh, at this point then at age 16? Um, well, we kind of... We'd, we had moved from California back to Utah, um, and our cousins and ex- other extended family members kind of stopped talking to us, like a little bit at a time. Um, because they, they knew now you weren't attending the church. Right, oh. and so, which really sucked, because, I mean, my... <laughs> I, our cousins had been like our best friends growing up. Like we would go to their house on Sundays and just hang out. Did your or, dad tell them that you were not attending anymore, or how did they I find out? I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that was why. And so, um, yeah. So we. So your family kind of finds out and treats mm-hmm. you differently. Very differently. Yeah. Everybody does that, or. For the most part, yeah. I mean, we. I have a couple of aunts that have you know, kind of stuck through it, and they will still go to weddings and <laughs> stuff like that. But, yeah. like, my grandma on my mom's side, she, as a kid, she would send really cool Christmas and birthday presents. Oh, yeah? And then all of a sudden they stop. Oh. So I was like, that's really weird because, I mean, I'm still your granddaughter. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I'm like, 
16, 17 at the time, I could go get a job and buy my own cool toys, but I mean, still, yeah. like, not getting that, at least a Christmas card was Well, that is really one of the weird. hard things that a lot of us have suffered mm -hmm. or endured, I guess, uh, people that, um, gosh, friends for life, mm -hmm. even family members now don't talk to you or anything. Mm -hmm. It's almost like their relationship with us was built on, yeah. on the church, and mm -hmm. when they find out... Mm -hmm. But you didn't go right into Christianity yet, no. uh, did you? You kind of wandered for a few years. Yeah, so, I was, yeah. for up until about a year ago, um, when I actually became a Christian, I was kind of, didn't really know what I believed, but I still felt like, well, you know, Dad says the Book of Mormon is, you know, the Word of God, so. Your dad had said that even. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if he'd said it like out loud, but like we were studying it, like yeah. like it was the only thing to really get any spiritual food from. So you so. didn't have too much respect for the Bible, I would think. Not really, no. Yeah. How but, about Jesus? Did you feel much of him, either mm, as Mormon or during this transition period? He was, you know, kind of a footnote, I guess, and. <laughs> The story of the cross, I just like, well, I've heard that before. Like, yeah, he goes, he dies on the cross. Okay, what next? <laughs> like, because I think... It didn't seem to mean too much. Mm -mm. Then. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't appreciate it, like, right. at all. And so... Um, now, would some people, you know, listening to this, would they blame that on your youth? Or you just mm -hmm. think that the church, and I would agree with this comment, that the church just doesn't really emphasize that part of... Mm -mm of the it's, gospel or mm -mm. Of, of Jesus's life and I mean we, we almost think the atonement took place in the garden yeah. and uh, yeah I would yeah I would say a lot of it has to do with the church and you know my parents that you know we were really active in the church so it's like I didn't really think to question right stuff right. so yeah um but yeah, like I was, I didn't really, when I was kind of in, I guess in that in-between from leaving the church and actually coming to Christ, it was, um, I would say that I I never really stopped believing in God. He was still that. Good for you. <laughs> like, you know, if someone would take his name in vain, I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. And... But then if someone were to ask me something like that has to do with sin or the Bible, I wouldn't really know what to say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what, there was even a point where I was going to school at Salt Lake Community College and some gentlemen were handing out um, Gideon Bibles. Oh, yeah. And... You know, I was starting to kind of um, question what my dad would teach, and um, so he was teaching kind of out of the Book of Mormon, mm -hmm. you mean, and stuff. But yeah. wasn't going to church. But he, so did he believe in Joseph Smith then, or just yeah, just the Book of Mormon? Yeah, I think so. But not the mainstream church, huh? Yeah, and especially after 
the church built the City Creek Mall. That, that was him. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people kind of looked at that and raised their eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Five billion dollars or four or three, whatever it was, but. Yeah, really. Well, there expensive. are little things that come up, I think, in all of the members' lives that they keep having to kind of mm -hmm. look at again and wince back, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Most of people, including myself for years, just put things on the old shelf, yep. as they say, and, yep. <laughs> and put it there. So yeah. you probably had a few things up there, too, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, when... Um, yeah, when they were handing out the Gideon Bibles, like yeah. I was like, oh, okay, like, this is kind of cool, but it's not like King James, like so. I have to like check this out, sort of. <laughs> so, my husband and I had been married for I think a year or so at this point, and I handed it to him, and I was like, like I know it's a Bible, but do you know like what this is, kind of? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's a Gideon Bible, and I was like. He just kind of looked at it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. They were handing him out at school. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, and then just kind of handed it back to me. And I'm like, okay. Had, <laughs> had you ever really read the Bible or anything? Uh, not really. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't, it, it's not, <clears throat> it wasn't um, how it is for me today, like, yeah. spiritual food. Like, yeah. So tell us what happened. Um. <laughs> As far as becoming a Christian, yeah, or yeah. so, did you end up reading any of the Gideon Bible? Or yeah, yeah. I did actually. So, um, I think it was about three or four years, three years ago. My dad was diagnosed with colon cancer, oh. and I had been going to Calvary Salt Lake City Church um, for a while. And, you know, heard the gospel, but it, you know, hadn't, like, sunk in. I hadn't... And how did you end up there? Or not not there particularly, but going to the... You um, said your husband wanted to do that? and Well, no, I actually, just to kind of, like, backtrack, yeah. um, I had a roommate, um, and she, I knew she was a Christian, and... Um, it had been a while since my dad had actually, I, I had actually like taught anything, I guess. Like I felt like I didn't have that like spiritual food, I guess. Oh, yeah. And so I knew Calvary was a Christian church, okay. but I'm like, I need something. And your roommate went there or invited you there? Or? Well, I had asked her and I was oh. like, do you know of any like Christian churches? She's like, yeah, my dad showed me this website of this Calvary Church and I was like oh okay well so we started going there on Sundays and it was so refreshing because like what was different just real praise I was like no one's sitting there like <laughs> reverent and still like people are standing up and I'm like oh my gosh like this is really cool and did you like the words upon the that was kind of weird for me because i'm like looking for hymnals and there aren't any <laughs> no. so but the words are up on the mm -hmm. screens and and what were they about just jesus i was like what <laughs> like this is such a weird concept for me because all my life it was jesus and or 
okay, Jesus was here, he died, he rose, okay. And now, you know, here comes Joseph Smith, and we have this guy and this guy. So I'm like... Yeah, it's so much, so different, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, I wish all Mormons for a week or two could mm -hmm. experience a, a good mm -hmm. worship service. Yeah, and I was like, this is... And realize the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Plus they had coffee there at the yeah, church. So bad. I was like, okay, well... We'll go get coffee and then we'll go to church. This is cool. So, yeah. um, but all about Jesus. It's just so mm -hmm. so fun, refreshing, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. So and you enjoyed that, and then. Yeah, and so, um, I there's something that past the pastor Terry had said was like, know what you believe and why you believe it, and I had never heard that before. And so when my dad was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I believe in, why I believe it. Like, and it was just such a conviction where I'm like losing sleep. I, I just, but I didn't want to let go of like the Mormon stuff because I'm like, that can't be false. Like, no. why would they lie? That's yeah. just silly. Yeah, why would they lie? <laughs> so, um, and then... Sam was just, my husband was, like, so patient with me. Like, he, we would have discussions, and I would end up getting, like, so mad. Like, because I don't even remember a lot of them right off the top, but... Were you sensing that the church wasn't true? Is that part of what you were mad at? <laughs> I think or? it was that I didn't really have much of an argument for what he was saying. Okay. Because, <laughs> like... Um, I can't even, I can't think of Well, there's some wonderful scriptures about grace in the Bible, and, and yeah. if you're really looking at them and being honest, there's just no way that Mormon, mm -hmm. Mormon doctrine can, uh, can compare to that. Exactly, or, yeah. yeah. Like, the concept of grace, I, I didn't yeah. know what that was. And yeah. So... Had you, at this point, heard any of the negatives of... Yeah. Book of Abraham and Book of Mormon and um, DNA and archaeology and I mean Joseph I, Smith's polygamy and all that stuff. Did you knew much about that? Um, what I heard I thought was just people that didn't understand the church. Yeah, like, and didn't know the the what, real truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we had gone. Sam and I had gone to Lifeway, and there was this book by Sean McCraney that kind of outlines. Back to back, you know, Christianity versus Mormonism, mm -hmm. and Sam was like, "We should check out this book." That and, A to Z book, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's good. And I was like, putting it off, and then finally, I'm like, "Okay, we can go if we get a new coffee mug." <laughs> oh, because <laughs> good deal. Yeah, I, my our cupboards are like, there's so many coffee mugs, it's kind of ridiculous. So um, we went in there, and then. There was at one point, I think he showed me the video with your testimony. And oh, really? Because he, he had actually discovered the ex-Mormon files and showed it and was telling me about it. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. Well, that's kind of cool. But, you know, I didn't, like, I was like, eh, maybe I'll watch him <laughs> at some point. And I remember watching the one with your testimony, and I just was like, no. Like, I just, I was so mad because I'm like, well, why why do people like 
say it's the Word of God, like the Book of Mormon is the Word of God, like why do people... It just didn't make sense to me, I guess. Yeah. And so I, I don't remember what day, but at some point I was holding on to this cross necklace that Sam had gotten me. And I was watching some of Sean McCraney's videos and just kind of learning what was going on. And just everything fell away. Really? Is that kind of a born-again moment for you? Yeah, and... What do you mean fell away, just... All the depression, all the um, false doctrine, everything but the cross, I guess. And I remember there was, the best way I can describe it is like, a light being there, I don't know, in me or mm -hmm. something like that for days. And I was sitting in my math class, failing horribly, and I realized there's a reason to live. Like, my worth is not in this math class. Yeah. And I had my... I, I didn't know what to do with that Gideon Bible. It was just in my purse, and it was still there. And I just got it out, and I was reading it, and didn't pay attention to a single thing my teacher was saying, because I'm like, I want to know this stuff. Like, I don't care about math. All <laughs> like, of a sudden, the Bible just becomes something yeah, totally... I yeah, I just, I wanted to eat it up. I'm like... Learn more and more. Like, where have you been all my life? And of course, it's been there. I just... We didn't just open didn't my have eyes. the eyes. Yeah. yeah, that's so. Oh, that's terrific. And I've never been the same since. So. And now the Bible and Jesus and the cross just mean so much. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think a Mormon can understand that we really don't, we can't get enough of mm -mm. Jesus and who He is and what He did and His free gift of grace. Yeah. Yeah, they they their their thinking is well. We have Jesus, but we have all this other yeah. stuff. But we don't need anything more than Jesus. Yeah, that was such a weird concept for me to grasp. Yeah. So. Okay, Lena, our time is already gone. Can you believe that? That's fast. <laughs> what a wonderful, sincere story. And you know, I think some of you out there may be having parents that are losing their faith, but uh, they're. <laughs> Probably following a good path. We'd, we'd encourage you to read the Bible as a child, wouldn't we? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and we appreciate Caitlin coming so much and sharing. And gosh, we've got a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds, but not. Anyway, we appreciate <laughs> you watching and thanks, Caitlin, for sharing such Thank a sweet story. Me. See ya. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.